Welcome to the 616 Show. It's the show where we talk about anything and everything pop culture related. I am your host, Eugene, joined by my lovely co-host, Haven. Yes, we are warming up our cold takes by this dumpster fire. Oh, I love the imagery (laughs) behind that. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about this week. Some good, definitely some bad. And we're here to offer our opinions on them and just kind of where we see things going. Yep, we're here to talk about the brave, the bold, and the ugly. (laughs) And we are talking about, of course, the three kind of big things surrounding pop culture. A lot of that tends to center about around what you talk about on social media. And we kind of gather in the shadows and pull into our Monday conversations. Yes, you do all the work for us and then we just regurgitate takes. Of course, (laughs) only the best takes. Yes. We're going to start today with more of a serious note. This is concerning a big star in the MCU, or rather a rising star, and that is Jonathan Majors. So he was arrested over the weekend for allegedly assaulting and harassing a woman in New York. We're going to kind of leave it at that. We're not here to talk about these accusations and the the whole process, but we're here mostly to talk about the repercussions following this. And that is, of course, where his status and the status of his character lies in the MCU, because John the Majors is the next big villain, and that is Kang. So Haven, obviously, Disney is going to have to make a very big decision. And knowing Mm -hmm. that company, I feel like, we may not see Jonathan Majors return. I mean, I don't know if there's any may not about it. When his lawyer's out there saying he did nothing wrong and just leaving it at that, I think Disney has no other way to respond than killing Kang or recast or whatever they see fit. And honestly, I don't think that's the worst thing in the world right now. It's a horrible circumstance, but... The way Marvel was going, everything with, that was just getting done sloppily and haphazardly, it might be best for them in the long run to take this step back and just reevaluate where they are and way, where they want to go. That's a very good point. I think, you know, they revealed their slate for the next couple of years, but it may not hurt to just push things back a little bit. Just let things breathe. Obviously, let this play mm-hmm. out. And really decide, okay, are we going to keep A, this actor, and B, this character, or should we completely transition to many other villains who would work perfectly in this multiverse uh, story they're telling? Exactly, and I'm not saying they got to write off Kang completely, but or get rid of any of the other movies they have planned. Just maybe delay them a bit, rework the story, rework the villain to see what might be best in this next chapter because nothing Marvel and Disney has done so far has blown us away with the exception of like werewolf by night, moon night. And I think also something we need to consider too, is that because Kang, this villain is going to be a bunch of variants. Who's to say we, they don't just recast him and just say, this is a different looking variant. I.e. You have, uh, you have Sylvie, who is a mm-hmm. Loki, but a completely different actor. You could do yeah, that. Same with Tobey Maguire, same with Andrew Garfield. You can have multiple people playing the same character. Yeah, I think the the interesting part and kind of the tough part is, you know, everyone's those who are invested in this universe and these next couple of phases probably were looking forward to 
what Jonathan Majors is going to bring. Now, obviously, that's going to be up in the air. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna posit this to you. I mean, is this a good chance to maybe say, okay, let's just end the Kang thing just right now, just make it a quick work. Let's just say what what Ant-Man did was the the bad guy, and they just said, Oh, you know what? We're not gonna mess with the Avengers. That those guys are serious. Do we bring in someone like Doctor Doom? I would be all for that. I think, and also, I don't think this could be the be-all, end-all of Kang if they decide to just drop him for a minute and maybe bring him down the line back in Secret Wars or something like that. But I think Doctor Doom or maybe Galactus would be a better, bigger threat to build up to. So that way they can bring in the Fantastic Four. There's possibility to bring in the X-Men because they fought Doctor Doom and you know, they kind of share some villains with the Fantastic Four and Spider-Man. We could do that. We could. I mean, you could take the character of Kang and put him away for a couple years, tell some really great stories in between, and then bring him back at the end. That way, it'll allow people to kind of cleanse their palate of either the character or just the mm-hmm. actor if they choose to recast. So that could be a good idea. And like we've agreed, there are many villains who are still left with many stories untold, i.e. Doctor Doom, Galactus. I mean, we have, I mean, and we we still haven't even seen where Dormammu is, right? Or not Dormammu, but um, Mephisto. Where's Mephisto? Exactly. But Eugene, let me ask you this. Say you're Kevin Feige, you got the baseball hat on. Do you wait to see how this Jonathan Majors plays out? Do you recast Kang and keep the course? Or do you rewrite the MCU completely from this point on? I think the tough part to decide and guess is how long this process plays out for. This could be settled years. within, yeah, it could be settled within a month. It could be settled mm-hmm. within a years, could be a couple of days, but regardless, I think based on what's happened and kind of everything swirling around it, I don't know if I want that circling my actor who's portraying this character while that's all going down. Right. I mean, he plays a villain in the movie, but we don't want a real life villain in our movies. Right. Right. And, you know, and at the end of the day, we want to understand that this these movies are made for families and kids. So I don't think Kang is in trouble, but I do think it is something they are probably meeting about today, tomorrow, through the end of this week to decide, Okay, what do we do? Really? I mean, it's just what do we do? Right. Like, if you had to recast Kang in this instant, is there anyone that comes to mind that could take, like, what we've seen of Kang and either continue on that path or elevate the character? Let's cast Terrence Howard. Let's bring back old Rose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like that would be such a a bittersweet full circle moment. And he can even I do a callback. I love it. Do a callback to the first Iron Man. What does he say when he's when he when he walks by the suit? He goes, "Oh, he's like next time, baby. Next, next time, time, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe maybe this roadie never got that next time, and then he was forced to become a villain. <laughs> he steals Stark technology, and then you have your Iron Man tie because for the longest time, these movies following." Endgame were had a lot of ties to Tony Stark. So let's why don't we just add one more? What the heck? 
You are a mad genius, and I fucking love you. <laughs> um, I've seen people on the internet say Giancarlo Esposito. I mean, I think there's a better role for him. I think either he should be the next Professor X or Magneto. Yeah, I completely agree. Professor X he would needs be a really role cool. with true gravitas. Yeah, and I think a villain who looks imposing. Mm-hmm as Kang would be a good cast. I couldn't tell you who it would probably much like how we've said with many other characters and casting ideas. I think it has to be someone who isn't like a, a top a list actor, someone who's going to be just so recognizable. They will, they will, they will obviously make it work because we have the multiverse. So that's not going to be a problem. Absolutely. There'll be no trouble explaining away why this Kang is different from the other Kangs we saw. So speaking of variants, can mm -hmm. we talk about another variant in another universe? Let us please. What if I told you there was a Gungan from the early 2000s? What? An actor who portrayed a Gungan who would then re be recast as a Jedi Master. Who this? Ahmed Best, who made an appearance in the most recent episode of The Mandalorian as a, spoiler, Jedi, and not only a <laughs> Jedi, but the Jedi who uh, appears to have been the one who saves Grogu from Order 66. I mean, talk about a Cinderella story for the guy. You, you, you couldn't write a happier ending. Where are your thoughts and kind of where is your heart with this whole story around Ahmed Best. And, and can you kind of just brief us on just how, what you've experienced, you know, from episode one to where we are now with the Mandalorian and his, his involvement in the star Wars franchise. Well, as a kid who grew up with the prequels and who can do a spot on Jar Jar Binks voice, I have always had a fondness for Jar Jar and Ahmed Best. I couldn't believe what I would hear afterwards, how he thought about taking his own life over just the hate people were giving him over Jar Jar. And then you kind of saw him get some good graces back when he was hosting that kid's show for the Star Wars Network, where they took his Jedi character and made him a full-fledged like part of the canon now by saving Grogu's life from Order 66. And I won't lie, when I watched that and I kind of looked at the TikToks people have made, it, it kind of brings a tear to your eye, a little bit, a nerdy tear to your eye. Um, I've always maintained and I've always stated, much to a lot of opposing opinions, is that I've always said that Star Wars and Star Trek fans can be the absolute worst sometimes. Without a doubt. In my experience, growing up with the prequels, which I loved as a kid, Mm-hmm. And me and my friends loved quoting them. You know, I, the, the memes you see nowadays, we were making those references in the early 2000s at each other. It, we liked prequels before they were cool. Yeah. But I just could not understand just why people blamed this actor and were so toxic to him when clearly, I mean, he was just doing a job. Literally, blame George Lucas. He's the one who created the character. It it's so frustrating and I, you ne I never can understand and I never have understood why these two fandoms are just the absolute, just they are so difficult when it comes to giving them something new, but also giving them something they like, 
and it's still not good enough for them. Literally, the fan base is just so toxic. The Simpsons like had the best quote about it, talking about comic book guy. His favorite thing is Star Wars, but he hates Star Wars. It's literally like a love-hate relationship. Yeah, and there's something very poetic, though, because, I mean, I think, I don't know about you, but I felt when the prequels were out, the feeling was that nobody liked Jar Jar Binks. I feel like, for the most part, people did not like Hayden Christensen. This is true. <laughs> he thought he was too emo, and he talked about sand way too much. And, of course, his <laughs> his emotional breakdowns were not convincing. Uh Natalie Portman, I feel like, was very divisive. I mean, I didn't mind her. Yeah, but Ewan McGregor came out pretty pretty well, and, and there were a couple oh, he others. he was the golden boy. Uh, you can't really mess with Samuel L. Jackson. He's just a legend. But mm-hmm. I, it didn't feel like until maybe five or six years ago when you know memes kind of really solidified themselves in pop culture that people really embraced what the prequels were and what they are. And now they're so beloved. I mean, it is great seeing Hayden Christensen get the flowers nowadays for his portrayal of Anakin Skywalker. But I think it's just even more, it's it's so heartwarming to see someone like Ahmed Best, who probably got the worst of it, finally, finally being embraced by the fans. I mean, just like I said, you go on TikTok and look up any of those videos and just the music, (laughs) they mix in that Hunchback (laughs) of Notre Dame music with uh, Star Wars. It's just, it makes you emotional. It does. It's, 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 It's pretty amazing. But I hate that it took 20 years to get to this point. Yeah, it was. It took too long, but I'm glad we got to where we were. And another thing about the whole rescue that I liked, I like that they brought in this, you know, in the canon, a well-known Jedi, but to basically everyone else, an unknown. It wasn't like Ahsoka coming in and saving Grogu. It wasn't Kanan. It wasn't someone already established. We got to see a new, different character. And I think that helps it, too. It was good to have cameos and kind of appearances and little things here from characters but i don't want everything in star wars to connect to the original story it doesn't have to i mean Mm -hmm. i think i think if we can just slowly expand the universe even just the jedi universe i mean there's more than just uh obi-wan and the council and luke skywalker there's more than just that i mean there were other jedi exactly they've been showcasing that through you know, showing Grogu grow up now as a former youngling turned Mandalorian. And you can also now explore that with Ahmed's Jedi character. You could tell a whole new set of stories. You could do a show. You could do movies. It's limitless now to see like his story dealing with the fallout of 66 and up to present times even. That would be great. That would be great. And you can always tell there are just certain things they do in these shows and it's it's their test run episode where they say okay can this character work as a solo kind of what they're doing with Bo-Katan right now they gave her like yep. two two and a half episodes and you're like okay but this is the Mandalorian oh I get it I get it they're, this is a test run they're going to see if if Bo can have her own show they're definitely pulling another Boba Fett formula on Bo trying to hero her up now so she can be the queen of the mythosaur or something, regain the dark saber. Which I, I would be okay with. But I think Ahmed Best as a master Jedi who ventures off to rescue younglings or whatnot after saving Grogu would be an excellent series. It'd be almost kind of like, it would be just like Fallen Order, but kind of his his version of it. I think that'd be great. 
Exactly. I want Ahmed video games. I want Ahmed comic books. I want Ahmed role-playing games. I definitely want a replica of his lightsaber. I liked all the gold accents on that and his robes. That was a real nice touch. Yeah, it was very Old Republic. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be a great storyline too. Let's 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 make Ahmed the main character of his own, se- obviously the hero of his main series, but yes. he is being hunted by a dark Jedi who was revealed to be a survived Mace Windu <gasps> who had to embrace the dark side in order to survive. I mean, you're just coming in with all the hot takes today. I am in love. <laughs> well, you know how Star Wars is. They love fan service. And I think people want Mace Windu. I mean, Samuel Jackson wants Mace Windu back. He keeps saying how he's not dead. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. Star Wars, written by the 616 show. We get writer's credit. I would be all yeah. for it. <laughs> Send our checks in the mail. Uh, speaking of checks, we need to check our third story. And that story is Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. I I have to repeat that to myself because it just doesn't sound real. It yeah. Even even we've we've known this for at least a year or two, and it still sounds strange to me. Even when they released the first uh teaser photo of her and the Joker after they made out or whatever, I'm I still wasn't completely so I'm like this could very I hope. This is fan made. This please don't let this be real. For those who don't know, there were a couple images, or rather, just one image of uh, Lady Gaga released online, and it's actually her in Harley Quinn makeup and costume. She's surrounded by a few people. It looks like kind of walking, uh, and I believe that is our first actual look at her character in the Joaquin Phoenix version of the Joker, which. Joker to Folia Do, I believe is what the title is. It's something French. And it's going to be a musical. <laughs> why? Just why? And are we sure that like picture and TikTok photo of her isn't from some tie-in music video? Because I'm really hoping that's not her real costume. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, am I going to, I'm going to throw a wild guess out here. Are you not the craziest Lady Gaga fan? Listen, I could have taken her left Lady Gaga. I have no beef with her. But after seeing that image, I have a little beef. First off, she rubbed me the wrong way by coming on and making Joker 2 a musical. Because who wants that? We already had weird dancing in the first one. Do we really want him singing opera now in Arkham? Well, we're going to abandon cellos and violins for uh, synths. And 808s. <laughs> Remember when they first released that released that image of Arthur uh, in his costume. I believe it was like behind the scenes footage of him kind of running through. I think it was Chicago, wherever they filmed, and he had like a really he had really bright colors, like a yellow mustard vest and mm-hmm. red pants, and everyone kind of said, "You look so goofy. Where's like the purple? Where's the dark, uh, tattered? You know." clown looking stuff he like looks like a legit street clown true true i'll give you that but it's just lady gaga in that outfit just looks too clean too crisp i'm not saying you need to dirty her up or even throw her in the classic harley jumpsuit but still just 
anything different because this looks like a bad party city costume that she's doing a music video for. Like she looks more like a ringleader. Well, maybe that's how they're going to cast this version of Harleen. Uh, if that's her name in this movie, Harleen Quinzel, maybe she's a pop star turned uh, princess queen of crime. You know, I like that storyline, but I just don't think it's going to work with Lady Gaga or with this movie. Well, let me ask, would if they do give us a live action, Har- well, a new version of a live action Harley Quinn, would you want them to recreate that story that they that they have in the past? How, you know, the Joker was a Arkham patient and she was supposed to be a psychiatrist trying to help him, but she ends up falling in love with him, becoming obsessed. Would 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 you want that kind of iteration or would do you think this needs to be something as unexpected and different as the first Joker movie was? You know, I don't think you need to follow the blueprint of Harley. She definitely needs some kind of involvement with the Joker. I think she could have been a pop star just doing her thing seeing the joker falling in love with him developing a crush from afar that could inspire her or she could just be another just crazed gotham lunatic that's trying to show her love and devotion to the joker she doesn't necessarily need to be the asylum doctor that we know her as i'm all for changing up her backstory i think that would probably help reintroduce her to some people because I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the classic, but you know, it doesn't hurt to switch it up every now and then. And you might as well, because this is a different interpretation. They've done things so different in the first one. Let's just true. There's no harm, no foul. It throwing something out there in this. Here's my prediction for the, how it goes down in the beginning. Maybe she's a pop star performing in Gotham for the first time. And the stadium is blown up. And he's knocked halfway unconscious and kind of wakes up in a daze and standing above her laughing in a maniacal cackling way is the Joker. And then she passes out. And when she wakes up, that's all she's thinking about amongst the wreckage is this, this, this mesmerizing laugh from a man with beautifully long green hair and gangly arms. <laughs> and she spends you know, this. This sounds rehearsed. Did someone tell you something? I've been playing a lot of Dungeons and Dragons with my friends lately. So it's uh, <laughs> trying to coming up with backstories and improving stuff. I've been pretty practiced lately. <laughs> okay. We'll just say it's improv Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I want, I'm going to find that script. All right. Well, those are the three topics. Uh, Obviously, what do you think at the MCU Disney should do with Kang, more so the character? Is it time for him to go, unfortunately, too soon? Or should we focus on other villains? Or should we just give us a new variant? Doctor Doom 2024. And what are your thoughts on the return of Ahmed Best? Is it just a sweet homecoming? There's no way you can hate this story. This is a great story for this actor. And we're so happy for him. He is the Rudy of the Star Wars universe. And of course, your thoughts on Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. Does it work? Is it going to work? Are you excited for a musical? The last musical I saw was Cats, and it was horrible, and I hope it's nothing close to Cats, because it was on HBO Max, and I said, I was with a group of people in our house, and I said, you know what? 
you can't really appreciate great unless you've seen terrible and you have to <laughs> you have to experience cats to really truly appreciate i don't know uh so you pulled like a jeffrey dom where you strapped everyone down to your couch and said we're watching this and then you can leave yep yep I said, <laughs> we can't we can't appreciate the likes of say sweeney todd or other musicals if we don't know how bad it can get with something like cats so moving on we are going to close out our show with a new game that we started last week this is going to be it's a working title it's called guess that character yeah you feel free to suggest titles but uh we are going to trade off every week one of us is going to have a character in mind it can be from any any source from pop culture and the other host has 60 seconds to ask as many yes or no one word answer questions as they can and hopefully come up with an answer to that character so last week i gave haven a plastic man and he was able to solve Mm. that on his first try just right at the buzzer (laughs) right at the buzzer and this week it is my turn i'm not feeling too confident because i'm i I feel like Haven picked something that was really obvious, but I'm going to get in my own head and I'm going to just completely screw it up. So, Haven. All right. I am starting the timer in three. You ready? Yep. I am ready. Two. You sure? Nope. But let's go. (laughs) Here we go. Now. Okay. Marvel or DC? DC. DC. Okay. Um, Male. Yes. Okay. Um. Can he fly? No, he cannot. Okay. Um, does he use gadgets? No gadgets. No gadgets. Um, is he part of a, a team? A certain variation of a team. Okay. Um, does he have... He can't fly. Does he have super... Is he a metahuman of any sorts? Uh, he is not a metahuman, but he has powers. No. Okay. Um... Does he are his parents still alive? No. Okay. Um does he have is his costume dark? No, it is bright. Oh, it's bright. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. His parents. Mm-hmm. Um and that's time. Oh my gosh, that was not enough time, and I did so terrible at that. Okay, he is <laughs> a... maybe next week we'll bump it up to 90 seconds. Maybe. I did so terrible. Or do you want to take a guess? Oh, are you talking about Booster Gold? Nope. I love this. Oh, I no. feel so smart. I never oh. get this with you. Mr. Miracle? Nope. No, he can fly. Okay. Who is it? Gone. Gone the form of man. Etrigan. Okay. The demon Etrigan. I thought Etrigan can fly. He can't. I thought he could just leap like Superman. Oh, man. He's not a man. Okay. He's more. Yeah, he is a demon. Okay. Okay. I concede. Good game. Good game. Pat yourself on the back. You fought hard. That's okay. You know what? Right now we are we are one to one and oh. Haven's got one point. I've got zero. But you know what? It's fine. Ooh, 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 ooh. No, no story is great without a comeback. So exactly. Be the Ahmed best of the 616 show. All right, that is it for this week. Please let us know what your thoughts are on these three topics we discussed. You can find us on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. And we are here every Monday with your latest news, 
the coldest and hottest takes. But for now, I am your host, Eugene. I'm Haven Huge Fan. And this is The 616 Show. Get out of here.